We're recording. We're good. Did y'all vote today? Hmm? Did y'all vote today? Negative. I've been playing softball all day. All morning. I voted, but I didn't think it was just because it was the Democratic presidential primary. I thought it was the school bond and everything else. Oh, all and everything up for vote? Yeah. But no, it was just the presidential primary. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Brandon? Oh, we're already live? Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) I hit that. No, you're good. You're good. That was a good start. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and start with our sponsors. Uh, We got Comer Distributing out of Rock Hill. Hospitality Heat and Air out of Rock Hill, but they pretty much cover everywhere. Tattoo Brews, EA Sports Fields out of Clover, South Carolina. Bearded Mother Trucker. Get Dirty 360 Supply. Brandon over here, the king of the supplies. And Spikes, Fresh Pork Skins and Boiled Peanuts. And Firehouse Construction. Still, hey, while, while, while I'm thinking about sponsors, we're looking for some more sponsors. The girls have kind of taken off and... We, we got some operational cost. Got to get some banners and some logo work and stuff done for them. So. Need some female sponsors. We, need some, we do. They need a female sponsor. They're blowing up. Yeah. Like, they all, need a, all of these are pretty much manly yeah. sponsors. I mean, you got brewery. Well, but you got two. You got two. That, Hospitality's got the pineapple, so that's kind of not Well, but you got two. You got, that. like, hospitality is a husband and wife. Okay. And the wife is, is in EA Sports Fields out of Clover. Like yeah, she, still she Sports Fields. She, 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 but she gets out there and lays it, too. Like, she okay. works. Yeah, she works at, she works at Heavy Machinery. She's a big fan of the, the girls' podcast. She loves the girls' podcast. Mm-hmm. She already sponsors ours. And, well, she sponsors all the ones we got now, so she's already a sponsor. And if y'all are Her wondering, that is Brandon hey. Guffey on the, on the mic today with us. Yeah, Brandon. Um, Brandon here another shout out for getting him the, yeah bgz <laughs> he's giving us our location yeah three we're gonna call it 360 studios <laughs> absolutely because everybody studios. get dirty studio because yeah. everybody's recording here yeah i think we got a new new one coming today we do i can't remember the hall oh, he's gonna kill me no it, 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 don't say the name because okay. i feel like we need to work on it i don't know he's been putting it out there ah uh, We'll talk about, about that later. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I ain't feeling the name. I love I, Dugan. I heard the name. Yeah. I love the I love the name. I love Dugan. But the previews for it. Yeah, they're funny. If they carry the energy yeah. over. If they carry the energy over. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what they do. And it's basically going to be on, 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 I would say marriage, their marriage specifically. A blended family. The conflicts that they have on a daily basis. I think one of the videos he said, uh. Baby did a good job of making my sandwich or something today. And <laughs> she was he like, did. shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. I think it'll be I think it'll be good. Yeah. And we got one more podcast in the works, but we're not going to talk about that yet because I don't want to I don't want to let too much get out. But I, I think it'll I think it'll be pretty good though. Well no, we'll talk about it. We can talk about it. We ain't gonna say the name or anything. So it's gonna be a high school centered. Oh, my son already as our all his friends listen to our mm-hmm. uh, right uh, football city USA one, and they're all like, "Oh, y'all, we don't need to listen to old guys. Y'all need to get us on there and talk well, about what's but going the, on." The there. one <laughs> there's so, a niche for there's it. There's a niche for it. So I got three guys that are all the same age in the ninth grade, so they know the struggles of like. All right, I'm a ninth grader. Where do I fit in? My son's tenth. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think hey, there's four mics, man. You know what I mean? But I think there's a niche for it. You know, they're gonna they're gonna talk about issues their age, how? Because I mean, nobody can talk about it better. I, mean, I have my opinions about some of the stuff they do. Mm. You know what I mean? Or what's what's what are their interests? Like, tell me what's the deal with the freaking TikTok? Or you know what I mean? They can just talk about what they want. So it's a whole different perspective. Wow. It's a whole different perspective because I can't understand some of it. That what was some and even if we can't understand it, even if they're talking and other kids out there listen to it, whether they're talking about their insecurities or you know, thought as long as they're just honest with whatever they want to talk about, somebody could actually just no different than the women, you know, the women yeah. show. Somebody can actually be out there like, man, I ain't, it's not only me, you know. So and they're great kids too. So, but I think I think that'll be a pretty good one. Oh so. yeah. I can't keep up with half the crap between my eighth grader and my tenth grader. And my eighth grader is kind of one of these that has to be Mr. Popular. My tenth grader is one of these, like, I just don't really care. I'm going to 
do me, regardless of whether yeah. you like me or not. That's my ninth grader. Yeah. I mean, he wears a freaking Baja jacket to school every day. <laughs> it's my, awesome. My tenth grader he doesn't care. does not brush his hair. He has he never brushed either. his hair. He's got long hair. He's growing yeah. out. Everybody wants him to shave it or cut like, it or why whatever. Why would you do that? He just <laughs> that 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 long hair is a thing in school, man. I'm telling you, I I've never about seen nothing like it. I think both of mine have that curly hair because they're uh, my wife has got Panamanian blood, so all that darker curly hair is that uh, they let it grow out and then it hangs down in front of their eyes. Yes. Oh god. Yeah. How do they even see? They what can't. Are doing? Yeah, they I don't can. know. My eighth grader looks like Braden. <laughs> just long hair. Yeah. All it's over the place. same style. Just the shoes, the shorts, the short shorts. <sighs> even in the freezing cold with a, with a hoodie or something on. <laughs> Before we get into the other stuff we want to talk about, can we talk about this Carolina squat bullshit? <laughs> I like it. Shut <laughs> up, Josh. That's I, horrible. I think, I think I'm doing my Honda Accord. It's the most horrible thing. I don't yes, understand it. it. When they when they build these vehicles, they build them based on weight ratios for driving. You yeah. know what I mean? And you just ruined it. And what are you looking at? You know what yeah. I mean? Like you go run over a kid or something. It's like, like driving a 1970s Mustang. You feel like you're looking at the sky the whole time. It's horrible, but it's horrible. And I think they lay back in their seats while they drive. How do you pull that off? Oh, now we did that. When I remember having no, a no, 19. No, we, weren't, we weren't squatted. No, we weren't squatted. But I can remember my first car was a 1987 Honda Civic. And that's before they had the, the windows that had the child thing. I think now back, back windows go all the way down. But there yeah. was a, a period that the back windows would go mm-hmm. all the way down. Well, this was before that period. So I could literally roll my back window down because I was tall. And I could stick my elbow out of the back window while I was driving. Did your <laughs> seatbelt awesome. open? Come off your chest when you open the door? Do you, do you remember those? No, places? but I do remember. You, you I was out. before that. Yeah, no, no. That yeah, car that was, was the before that. thing. Yeah. Imagine if it didn't work. Mm. What do you do? You're stuck. Yeah. yeah. I've always had short legs. So I never had the – I could never lay back. Oh, I could literally put my back, my elbow out the back window mm-hmm. and ride that little car. I didn't even have no speakers in the back because I spent a lot of money to get speakers put in my doors. The 6x9 Pioneers, you know. We'll like, call, we call them highs. No, no. Yeah, these were, mids. No. Highs and mids. Well, you had – no, you had – Yeah, mid. Yeah. It was a mid. Tw- Tweets tw- were tw- uh, up in the corners. Tweeters were you know, up in the corners, a little <laughs> yeah. smaller. That was for your highs. Yeah. But these were mids. But you could put it – What noise did they make, Brad? Huh? What noise is it? It's that vanilla ice, the beginning of the vanilla ice song. That's it right So, but but I didn't have any speakers in the back. But you know, there's holes for the speakers. So when I bought those six by nine Pioneers, I took the covers because the covers couldn't stay on them if you put them in the door because you had to replace the door panel. So I just put them in the back in the window, so it looked like I had speakers in the back. It was awesome. I mean, I was balling. They were like, man, he's got four, four Pioneer speakers in his. And, and, and listen, Brandon, this is your thing right here. You had 87 16-inch subwoofers <laughs> in his van back in the day. I had a lot. My, uh, yeah, I mean, you literally would sit at it, you turn it up, you could not swallow. Like, because it was just. The, wow. <laughs> it was so strong. The so reverb, had, the bass. Yeah, it was bad. So we had plexiglass all through the back. I remember I get pulled over because I had, uh, the police officers would be like, what tin is that? It's like. Spray paint, and, <laughs> and this was um, the the Cherry Road cruising days too. Yeah, I wasn't too much of a Cherry Road cruiser though. But, oh, I was. But I, I thought I Kmart parking lot was so up. That's Shout out Kmart parking yeah. lot. Well, it was um, AutoZone came into play. Freeman's car stereo came into play. This um, was way before all that. Yeah, but the, the Citgo was a, a spot. Love's yep. Plaza was a spot. Now, I was down at the beach about every other weekend. No, yeah. back all the, the old school was Kmart parking but lot. But all those places come up. Of uh, that was it, man. Every Friday night, and it was who had the best neons. Now they got LEDs. Yeah, yeah. And it was the neons. And and at, at two o'clock in the morning, you could get on a motorcycle, and if you set the cruise at thirty-five mile an hour, miss every light, every light. You know yep. what I'm talking about? Yeah, you could do it. We used to do it on motorcycles. You could run up through there. I remember getting pulled on a motorcycle. Yeah, if you take uh, off from whenever the light turns green, uh-huh. right around Captain's Galley, Kmart area, it stays yep. green. And you will not hit a single red light going all the way down. All the way it down. Was perfectly timed. I yeah. remember a couple years after I graduated coming down. Uh, Do it again. <laughs> yep. Coming down uh, White Street over there near Rocket High. And uh, I was, wasn't 21 yet. I was like, I don't know, 20. And I was coming down the road and uh, I got pulled over because I had my helmet strapped to the back. And of course, no beard, no nothing. I didn't look like. Wait, you didn't have a beard back then? No. <laughs> but I can remember sitting on the side of the road. Did you get puberty back then? 
No. Okay. <laughs> I remember sitting on the side of the road, and the guy was, you know, writing me a helmet ticket, and who pulls up? My freaking dad. It's like, what's, what's going on? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably like my mom used to listen to the scanner because we used to get yeah. it. Oh, God. Yeah, then he pulled up. He was like, uh, I'm going to need you to uh, keep your helmet on. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dad. I come off the Sorry. interstate one night and come off of uh, on Chair Road where the old Denny's, yeah, the McDonald's, perched my helmet. Like, oh, like, yeah, on the top of your head. Yeah. Light, turn, light turns green, pull it back down. Take off. Two stoplights later, pulled over. Helmet ticket. Yeah. Perching my helmet. Mike, you had to make that ticket up, dude. Perching your helmet? That's what you call it? Yeah. I didn't ride any bikes till after I was 21, so I never had to worry about See, it. See, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, but it's, you had to. 17, 18. I'd be me. riding behind uh, Drew Hodges and Justin Green. They'd be on those Triumphs, those CVRs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd have a that was a Honda, though. They had the uh, Grey Goose bottle hanging out the back of the pocket riding down the road. Never yeah. get pulled over. <laughs> I remember having a motorcycle my parents didn't even know I had. Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want them to know, so I bought the motorcycle and just didn't keep it at the house. So I would leave, go get on the motorcycle, and roll. So this cruising thing. So when Daddy pulled over, he didn't know that was my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. What are you doing, boy? Yeah. <laughs> I was just riding uh, Brandon's come motorcycle. Up, come up with him. Yeah, with a motorcycle. Um, so, so the cruising thing, you can't do it at the beach anymore, I don't think? No, they ruined Myrtle Beach. Man. Yes, sir. I mean, we ruined Myrtle Beach. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we had a lot. We had a lot of leeway back <laughs> Once then. Once we started getting into our trouble about our age group, maybe a few years after us, then it, yeah. they started cracking down. Yeah. But I remember we used to fill up the bed of a pickup truck. Yes, dude. Tart and uh, suds, and you'd basically have a floating jacuzzi yeah. going down the strip, and girls hopping in. And but the funny thing about Myrtle Beach too is, like, you could you would get locked up or something down at Myrtle Beach if you stood up. No, no, no. I'm talking about in car. general. I can remember being. This was actually kind of funny. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but you know, if you're on the strip, you're going what, like two miles per hour, if that, yeah. because most of the time there's stoplights and stuff. I can remember walking with a buddy of mine down the strip, and the traffic was, I don't know, we saw some people across the street, right? Well, the traffic wasn't even moving, but we go to walk across the street, and there's a convertible, and it's got girls in it with the big old VHS recorder. You remember Ooh, the big I recorder? I thought to go else with that. TOC? No, it was like the big one, you know? So we're, as we're walking, about. my buddy stops, throws up two peace signs. Done. And it keeps on walking. When they thing you know, you see a, a, a golf cart with some police officers on it. There's a guy and a, and a lady. Dude, I hightailed it. Like, I, I kept on walking, you know. So, my buddy Needs sees chest, it. Son. Needs the chest. Yeah, and he turns around, and he starts walking pretty pretty quick. But he's a bigger fella, you know. And uh, the lady gets off of the golf cart, goes, and she tackles him. Because what? she thinks he's they got they arrested him for obstruction of traffic. Yep. Yeah, arrested him, obstruction of traffic. Put him on a golf cart, took him to jail. I watched the guy get arrested, riding down. It had nothing to do with us. We was riding down the strip, saw some people he knew, threw his hands up, woo, hollered at him, bam. Watch this noise violation. Oh, I had a guy get locked up or get a ticket for not having his helmet on. The same day, he's riding down the road down Kings Highway. And he stops at a light, ain't got the helmet on, and he sees two cops on a golf cart, and they wave him over. He goes over there. I guess he, I don't know, he just goes over there on a motorcycle. He goes over there, and he, once he gets there, he realizes it's the guy that gave him the ticket earlier. Y'all were getting tickets. He locks him up. He's like, man, I just saw you earlier. And we're thinking, dude, you're on a motorcycle. Why did you stop? Like, why did you go over there? I thought they wanted to see my bikers on, man. They just, they look cool. That's not, that's not, that's not. Y'all were just getting tickets because y'all were wearing them Oakley jackets and those Big Johnson t-shirts. I never, I never wore Big Johnson (laughs) t-shirts. I never did. I think I was always wearing my jacket. Never wore I think I had one. I'm, I was, after I bought it, I was like, eh, this is kind of. And those Oakley tricolor jackets. Oh, yeah. No, I was Tommy Hilfiger all day, son. Yes, red, I, white, I, I, red, red, white, and blue, or navy blue, red, and yellow. And I refused Tommy Hilfiger. to wear Tommy. Oh, no, I, 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 I rocked it. I never wore Tommy. I rocked it. That and the old hiking boot, Timberland hiking boots. With yeah, that was Rock Hill High all day. That yep. wasn't at Northwestern. Was. Yep. No, no that, that, that's what's wrong with y'all over there. Just the gray boys at Northwestern. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, call him Watch this. He's not wrong. I had some flavor. I was cool. I had some flavor. 
Well, yeah. you was cool in your head, absolutely. Oh, it was definitely the style. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Northwestern was a different beast. Like, yeah. you you had your niches, but whatever niche you were in, you fit in. So, if you was hanging out with the Cowboys, you was wearing some Wranglers. And if you was, wearing, <laughs> if you was hanging out Josh with the Josh throws his finger off so bad, I know, man. A 30-38 is what I wore. <laughs> well, because you got to have them tight. Well, yes, and, and I was – Yes. <laughs> The, the, was it what, was that about the same photo yes yeah i was gonna say yes. was that about the same time as that photo yeah. where you look like ichabod crane yes that was it it was, it was off bad. of legend of sleepy hollow oh, that's yeah. what it looked like we've discussed the fact that i didn't pick up after high school yeah thank goodness <laughs> that's still pretty funny what were you what did, what club were you in i confused everybody man because i talked like a redneck dressed like a prep and listened to hip-hop so you just described like, me, basically. <laughs> I pretty much, I floated around. I, my mom was so strict. I was always scared she was going to bust up a party or something. Um, so I never got in with, like, one good group. I would hang around. I'd bounce and hang yeah. with the Rebels one day or hang with the Farmers the next day or hang with the Cowboys the next day. I, I was still just have a floater. I still have my Farmers shirt. Still have it. It's got the it's it's like the scene of a like you're it's on a pond or a lake and it's got a little lake cabin yeah. and a little guy right there with the with the rake. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's bad they got rid of the club. That was one of the, I mean when's the last time somebody from high school streaked down Cherry Road? Is going to that was all rebels right there. That, that was, was ninth a, that grade. Was, yeah, but that ninth was the rebels. Ninth graders running and, naked and, down Cherry Road. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you kids. think that's part of the problem? Like all these clubs are gone now. Well, these kids no, got no structure. There's no, <laughs> they got no structure. <laughs> At least those clubs. Whether it be the outlaws, the rebels, in regulators, regulators, you can't stop. You can't. You gotta talk Here, about regulators. Here's that was mount up. <laughs> yeah, it um, was ladder. It was the ladder part. Yes. It was they. They came that late. Was what eleventh and eleventh and twelfth grade was. All, all them ended up going to Rock Hill High. Too. Absolutely, they did. <laughs> straight up heathens, son. Heathens. I'm sorry. Well, there was some Northwestern people there. Uh, hey. No, they transferred to Rock Hill High yeah. very quickly. When he says yeah, transfer, that means he got booted out. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, nah, I mean, <laughs> there was maybe trash. ninth, tenth grade, and then they started slowly transferring, or they were getting locked up or something. Because yeah. I mean, they were nothing more than a gang. Um, yeah. With all the crap they get into, it wasn't yeah. a club for sure. It was. But, it was club oriented when when but, we were there. Hey, the girls touched on this. One of the things America's soft. Period. Now, and I understand the anti-bullying where people are getting bullied, where they're ready to kill themselves. Right. But there is it's, – it's this snowflake mentality of you can't say anything to someone without their feelings getting hurt. And, you know, that ninth, tenth grade year is whenever you learn to get kind of thick skin. Yeah. And it was – transition years, man. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was in fights constantly. Hey, you see how crooked my nose is, and yeah. this has been professionally fixed. A lot of that comes from that ninth, tenth grade year. All right, so here's the, here's the question. Yeah, I, never, my, I never got mine professionally fixed. That's why I can't hardly breathe or smell anything. So, so here's the question. I think we've talked about this before. Yes, the generation's soft. We did it. Yeah. It's our kids. Well, no. In a lot of ways, it's our fault, right? It's not our kids. It's the people that are five, ten years older than us kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're Our talking about. Our kids are coming up, and I think they're, they're com- becoming a little bit more hard, and they're butting it's, heads with the with the older it's, generation. It's like it's because they're starting circle, yeah. to be, act more. Yeah, because when I like think those. about right now, when I'm talking about when you hear people talk about snowflakes and stuff like that, it's the ones that are either in college or right out of college right now. Yeah. That's the snowflake. I would, say, I would right. almost say the ones that are out of college right now, like already out of college, maybe the 24 to 27 ish, yeah. straight soft. I'm, I'm going to transition this into politics real quick. Go. All these people that want to talk about Bernie Sanders will never become president. There are now more millennial voters than there are baby boomers. So all these idiots around here that want to post and say, go vote in the Democratic primary, vote for Bernie, he'll never win, they're idiots. They're doing the exact same thing that people thought Trump would not win. So the Democrats are going out and voting for Trump. So he would win the nomination, and guess what? He ends up winning. I did read that if Bernie and Tulsi got together, it it would be a it'd be a concern. And Tulsi, I have no problem with. Right. Well, but I think that what they're, what they're talking about with Tulsi is she doesn't look for outside money. Well, well, no, I'm saying if she would Tulsi, run, if, if Tulsi's he, the only Democrat that didn't vote to impeach Trump. Yeah. She's the only common she knew sense it was Democrat be a problem. that there really is. Yeah. And it wasn't that she doesn't think that he's an asshole or and anything she, else. And, she and just she, said there's not enough here. And she bucked up against uh, Hillary, and she's still alive. That's the reason she's not in the race. <laughs> oh, God. Is because Hillary called her a Russian agent. Yeah. And 
just basically sabotaged her campaign. But, I mean, she's our age. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's super smart. She reminds me of a Democratic Nikki Haley. Um, kind of like she Nikki could, Haley. Yeah, Nikki's going to end up running. I yeah, guarantee you. I really like, like Nikki Haley. I agree with that. I like Nikki because she was one of the first ones to really start talking term limits. Yeah. But all these people, I think the only way the Democratic Party can save face and get through um, this election is if they ended up with a Bloomberg-Yang ticket. So Bloomberg is essentially a Republican that turned Democrat, just right. like Trump was a Democrat that turned Republican. I was talking about talking to my so wife about that. You got earlier. Bloomberg, and then you got Yang, who's all about the numbers. Technology. Um, yeah, I mean, and he's going to bring in a lot of the minority vote. I just don't um, think Bloomberg can beat Trump. I, I, I don't. I think any one of those candidates can beat Trump, and that's where everyone. There's no way that no. Here's there's, there's no the, way you. So you're telling me that Elizabeth Warren could beat Trump? Yes. Oh my God. Backed by the Democratic Party, because okay, so the Republican Party does not have one race that votes straight ticket. Right. Do they? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know of anybody that does, but the Democrats have have historically had the black vote. Regardless mm-hmm. of who's running, it's straight ticket Democrat. So the only thing they have to do is get the minorities out to vote, added in with their yellow dog Democrats and everything else. All they have to do is the party to quit fighting and imploding on itself and to back one candidate. Quit worrying about what Trump and quit attacking Trump. Get behind one candidate. This is a great candidate. You know, whenever Obama was running, they weren't blasting Mitt Romney and saying, oh, he's a douche and all this other stuff. They were saying, "This is a great guy. Look what he's doing." But instead, the past eight or past four years, at least, it's all been, "Oh, well, the Republicans do this wrong. Republicans do this wrong." It's not focusing on what they're doing right. Mm. And regardless of how bad those ideals are, and even the yellow dog Democrat that it's all about the worker, you know, been voting Democrat straight ticket their whole life. Even if Bernie wins and they're anti-socialist. Do you really think, come voting time, they're not going to vote for Bernie over Trump? Because they're pretty much a never-Trumper to begin with. And that's the way I felt in the Republican election. I didn't want to vote for for Donald Trump, but he was the only one on the ticket. It was like my options were independent, which basically I'm wasting my vote. Wasting the vote. It's independent Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. I just didn't want Clinton to win. I didn't. It's like okay. She absolutely would have hope, done more damage than I good. voted for Trump, and it's like I hope he won't screw up. But I definitely didn't want Clinton to win. You know, if we're if we're talking about politics, I think now it, politics is such a polarizing subject. Anyway, what I have, and I I feel like I'm a libertarian. The problem I have with is the people that are so into. I, I hate groupthink. Does that make sense? Yeah. I hate it. It's almost like school, like a bully, okay? Like if you if you want to be in this group. If you like Trump, you're a racist. If you like Trump, you're a racist. Yep. That's groupthink. To me, I'm an individual thinker. Mm-hmm. I believe that my individual thoughts are more important than the group, okay? That goes with anything. So when you talk to people that are pro-Trump, or, or I know people that are super-duper pro-Bernie. If you can't admit that there's a flaw in your – the person you're backing, in your candidate. Yeah. You can't, you can't even admit there's a flaw. There's something wrong. If, if you, you, can't even, you can't even bring yourself to an – oh, no, 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 no. I, you, you're just hating on – no, I'm not. I'm not hating on anybody. Yeah. But they have flaws. Yeah. There's nothing that character. So when I hear it, when somebody's talking to me and, you know, you want to talk about flaws or, well, what do you think about, oh, no, that was perfect. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, that's my big that- thing with Trump. My big thing with Trump is, and this is not pro-Trump or against Trump, I am for the wall. I am not for the way that he tried to sell the wall. Right. There's no part of me that is threatened by a Mexican. No. I'm not. He, he, made, the th- he made the comment about rapists and... Hell, boy, we we got rapists in Rock Hill. You know what I mean? But at the time, we had illegals that had already been kicked out of the country that were raping and murdering people. True. And the whole thing was, it was a lot of the Salvadorians. It wasn't the Mexicans. Right. But it was a lot of the Salvadorians that were coming up 
through the Mexican border and getting into the U.S. And these Salvadorian prisons were releasing these people and sending them north. Like, and, get the, out of but, our country, just like no different than Castro did with the Cubans, Cubans. in Miami, and you see what happened. But, you release but, all your criminals into one city, this crap's going to happen. But therein lies my point. Here is why I'm for the wall. I'm worried about the people that actually verbally tell you, I want to kill Americans. You understand? Like the ones that are on video. I got I got you one better. Do you see what I'm saying? Or yeah. sex traffickers. Right. Yeah. It is so easy to traffic people across that border. Like this weekend, you don't think that we ain't got law enforcement looking at CIAA? Because anytime, whether it's an all-star weekend, they know there's going to be a crowd there. The hotels are going to be booked. It's high percentage that there's sex, tra- sex traffickers here. That's why you shut the border. You know what I'm saying? It's not because well, I'm scared of, of here's, Mexico Here's coming. one better. And this is I'm scared liberals. of the people that want to come kill us, like whether it be from, you know, I'm not going to say a country because I don't want people to get offended about that. But you have countries out oh, there you that— you worried about offending people now, Brad? <sighs> well, oh, man, this is a podcast. Well, this isn't a I don't want to offend— I don't want to offend the good nationalists from those countries. Yeah, so I don't want to make a general. That's the problem. I don't want to make a generalized statement. She's right again. But I don't want to make a generalized statement and say everybody from Iraq. You know what I mean? But you're not saying that. That's right. the whole problem. The the liberals have turned every one thing that you say into this is you as a person. Right. And that that's not what it is. And it started with Donald Trump. Um, one of the reasons I didn't get involved in politics early is because I felt like I would be like that Donald Trump. I would say something that would be taken the wrong way, and then it's like, oh, he's a racist, or right. oh, he doesn't care about the sick or the poor. And that's and, not the point at all. And people are so worried because there's no road to redemption. Yeah. If you do it, and now you it ends, road, no, oh, no, you can't redeem yourself. You can't all it. the crap that we're saying here, if we ever get into politics, it will all be brought up. Yep. Guarantee it. But I think that's the way the future of politics <laughs> needs to be is because – I'm not saying I'm not going to be a better person three years from now. Mm-hmm. So just because I said something in the past doesn't mean that's the way I feel right now. But as of right now, so perfect example of the border. All the liberals screaming about how don't want to have a wall. I guarantee you if Mexico, South America broke out with that coronavirus, what, oh. what would they be doing? Keep it put at- up a wall. Put up a wall. Yeah. They, it would go just the opposite. 10, 15 years ago. It was, save the trees, save the trees. We go to a war in Iraq. What are they doing? They're cutting down trees and making big old paper signs going around talking about, stop the war. It's a war for oil. I mean, it doesn't matter. They just want something to fight about. And I'm not saying that it's not just causes for them to fight about. They're just taking it too far. Like, let's let's all make steps to improve. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to change something overnight. So you can't – the whole border thing, they're going to be fighting for the border just as much just because all it's going to take is that coronavirus breakout. Now, that was one of the things we discussed last night was coronavirus. Yeah. So, Freaking coronavirus. Let's so get Josh's you, take on Are you scared about it? I, are you worried? I'm not at all. I'm oh, – this is going to be such a unpopular opinion. I'm not even sure if it's real. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> Listen. It's on the back of Lysol. It's real. I get it. I get it. Y- y'all two are, need to be more worried than I am. Why? Because you have a huge beard. <laughs> I don't care. Brandon, you ain't going nowhere. I've got, I've got people Brandon that has a long goatee. Y'all are straight up going to get that shit before I do. <laughs> people have been sending me these, these freaking little memes or whatever. Listen. Or the little articles about yes. people... What, that's people that need respirators. When am I going to wear a respirator? I'm not a first responder. Once you get the coronavirus. <laughs> Once I get a coronavirus, I don't want a respirator. I don't want that shit to stay in me. All the Chinese have always wore face masks, but yeah, yeah they're but the you ones know, that got it. But you know what? The face masks, like all the, the stuff that I've researched, they don't even work all because right, they're so not airtight. I'm not going to. I don't want to go to this That's because they have beards. <laughs> yeah. You no, it's just it's not dude, if, 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 I, if somebody told me right now, look, you're going to 100% get the coronavirus if you don't shave your beard, I'm going to have the most epic freaking <laughs> mustache you've ever seen in your life because I'm having something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're I'm the t- villain. No, the I'm villain. going, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to Sam Elliott on these bitches. You hear me? Like, so, so y'all two tear it apart. Huh? So y'all two tear it apart what I'm fixing to say. Okay. So I read this short thing. There's these huge riots, these huge protests in China. 
mm-hmm. it's making headway. I don't know. All That's for democracy. I, well, let me just say something right. real quick. Watch this. Hold on. All of a sudden, coronavirus. Yeah. What happens? Protest? Oh, yeah. Dong. Oh, and even the people that are, are you the Eddie Bravo of this podcast? No, the people that I'm the just people joking. Brandon, you, are you, saying you that me, the government released it to stop the the Democratic protest. So, as they're fighting for independence, this virus breaks out, yep. right? Now, some statistics. So, Josh is talking about the coronavirus, and I sent you these statistics. The World Health Organization. The coronavirus has a total of 82,539 global confirmed cases of the coronavirus. The total number of deaths is 2,812. Now, there's the first American death was today. Today? Today. Um, at least that's what I heard shortly before we came in here. Okay. All right. So, but what's not being highlighted is that out of those 82,000, 78,630 are in China with an additional 1,766 in Korea. So, as you go through that, out of the confirmed cases, only 33,350 have, um, they have already been recovered and discharged. So, they're no longer affected by the coronavirus. So, that brings the active number of people to only 45,000 instead of 82,000 like the news keeps um, showing. Out of the people who are dying, 26% of them are 60 or older. So Brad said the other day, our our conversation, and and, and I'll I'll let you go with it, was if you have a weak immune system, it's just like the flu. Yeah. Oh, it's it's less deadly than the flu, percentage-wise. So so that's what Brad – were you the one that told me that three homeless people died in New York last night from the cold? Right. It's not talked about. The cold virus. No, just from the being just, cold outside. Just being cold outside. Yeah. yeah. So that that was our conversation was the flu thousand times worse now, than the coronavirus. But I got that information from uh, something I, I watched that I think somebody put on Dr. Drew that had said, yeah. look, calm I down. Was, I said it was Dr. Phil or Dr. Dre. He said, no, it's Dr. Drew, but whatever. <laughs> calm down. Like the media is pushing this for clickbait Yeah, because yeah. there's money in advertising. They want to get that. But – it's not, it's, if you have a, a like a, a weak immune system, no different than with the flu, elderly, people that are already sick, yep. babies that don't have a good immune system because they haven't been sick enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. That's that's what that's what I'm. And now, people that have beards. Now, <laughs> y'all show are not done. You were talking about the political yeah. ramifications in China. So what about in America? If you want to defeat Donald Trump, you've got See, to find something I'm, that he's doing wrong because obviously you poking holes in his personality and things that he says is not working, right? And he the said, economy's doing great. Mm-hmm. How do you tank a stock market quickly? What tank the stock market quickly? Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi, the one that's been trying to uh, uh, impeach Trump forever, so fight weird. him. What did she do? She filed a state of emergency before there was even a one confirmed case of the coronavirus in her area. So, She's so weird. Once you do that, now you're, you're, you're declaring a state of emergency which requires federal funds, funds. to help you out, uh-huh. right? Now there's 14 cases in California, right? And supposedly one died today. But what's happened to the stock market just over the past week? Have y'all noticed that? Yeah, I wish I had money. Yeah. I'd buy all kinds so, of stuff. I mean, stuff. It, it's taking, it's working. So tell me how much of this is not political and if you See, look at with every me, every three years whenever we have an election mm-hmm. this crap goes on and from e- both sides and everything they've thrown at this man donald trump it ain't working so now well you got to do something call me the got, bravo but it's just one more thing to go after this guy what fear what i'm most fearful about donald trump coming into office i thought the economy would tank as soon as he was elected well the economy hit for in his first year in office for the first time ever, it went above twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. We're at what twenty eight, twenty nine thousand as a high. Great Depression, the stock market dropped what eight thousand points. Eight thousand. So you're telling me if it just goes back to where it was three years ago, we're in a we're depression. We're still high. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a depression because it fell that much that quick. I mean, and what what's fearful for me is the interest rates have not raised. I'm scared the same shady crap's going on in the housing market. Mm. Speaking and of, it, yeah, yeah, I'm facing a refinance. 
You better get it done now. Yes, sir. I've already got I'm getting it locked in tonight, son. Yeah. Talking about uh, on, on do some podcast stuff with some real estate stuff. What's y'all's thoughts on that? What? Get a podcast going about um, local real estate. I'm all for it. I just don't know how much you can talk, talk about, about it. I don't either. That's my that, biggest well, thing. I think you and I had a, a quick conversation um, last yeah. weekend about it. I mean, I, I'm I, don't, I don't know the market for maybe, it. Maybe if we do like a real estate, like get somebody, uh, like a real estate agent, yeah. maybe it's not as often. Who wants to hear three rednecks sitting around a table talking? Nobody would think that would do it. Um, what did you call me? <laughs> 1. 1.2 thousand people. <laughs> One point two thousand. But I mean, you never. <laughs> or point two. Hell, let's be honest. Stephen Cooley does have a TV show on CN two that people actually watch. Does he still watch it? Does it still? On? I don't get CN two. I, I don't get CN two either. I just see his billboards everywhere. I got rabbit ears. I got. Nothing. <laughs> is it? You should be able to pick it. Is up. this? But he, does he still TV. do that show? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I still see advertisements. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It shows up on like Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Now I do follow CN two. I, I follow. So I'm not big on the Herald. Uh, a lot of people hate on Andrew Dies, but I like I like reading a lot of his stuff. Um, but I do follow um, CN2 to try and keep up with local news. Yeah, so I right. keep up with them on social media, but I don't have the TV channel to watch. I'm Rabbit still ears. on satellite. Rabbit ears, man. I'm cheap. I can't DVR rabbit ears. That's my I'm cheap, problem. dude. I'm you are cheap. I don't want to spend no money. I've been searching for a cat for three days. I don't want to buy big a couch. <sighs> my wife went there. I know. I bought my big lots. Dude, I know she. <laughs> she found one. I, I know. At big lots. Yeah, that's not where we, we didn't buy. Oh, he today. held up. I mean, it, this already. He called me the other day. Bob. He was like, "Dude, I've been I've been looking at couches all day." I don't. He's like, "Man, we went to one place. It looked like it was a pretty cool place. Walked in there. Some of the couches were six grand. I was like, "Dude, run, yes, run." That's true story. Report <laughs> that. Son. I'm not gonna call him out, but it's in Rock Hill. I was like, "Eh." I tell Ouch. you, I, I tell you off air. Don't ever go there. A six thousand dollar couch, dude. I don't. I, there's no way uh-uh. I would even change. Well, We've had our couch I for a took, while. I took my uh, my fourteen uh, year old with me. I looked at the price. Crazy. Get off that thing. Yeah. Get your butt off that thing. Don't touch that couch. Don't yeah. get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> at all. No, it was comfortable. Though. God, it was comfortable. I was like, no, I don't care. It ain't that good. It ain't that comfortable. No. It better come with a happy ending. It's true, that's it ain't it ain't that comfortable, and it don't. That's the problem. I I checked. Uh, you can spend less than that to get a comfortable seat to put in your truck at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw that. Everything's so high right now, man. Everything's it's cause Trump. It's his fault. So there's two ways of looking at it. So the service industries, I think, are low because everyone's battling. There's so many business owners in the market. So all of that is low. This price because there's a good. Uh, uh, competition in the area but whenever it comes to actually retail side of things yeah prices are really high but a lot of that has to do with transportation I can tell you my prices here the one thing that affects my prices is transportation transportation yep. anything logistics yeah I mean you look at all the rocks and stuff we have out here all of it costs the same to get out of the ground but it depends on where it's being shipped from Delaware or right. Tennessee that was our Tennessee conversation yeah. yeah I mean that's what makes the price of the rock change Price of the rock. the rock. Maybe that's what all this Carolina squad is. They're transporting rock. That's exactly what it is. To here to three sixties apply. Hey, at least they don't keep water in their truck bed. <laughs> that's just, the advantage. You're, you're, you're so dumb. They don't. Hey, I'm just trying to be positive. You're assuming they don't. Have you ever checked? <laughs> it's just so dumb. God, I hate it. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, what it's I hate so worse stupid. than the trucks are the stupid Chevy Tahoes. That are squatted. I saw two. The Tahoe's, I sent you. I sent you two snaps. He did. The I was like, look rough. at these cats yeah, right here. They are horrible. So they took. They cut the cats off. So they going in the road. Yeah. I need you. <laughs> I need horrible. you be Pacific. What, Pacific. What, what's cats? Catalytic converter. Okay. Cadillac converter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Ir- irregardless, it's fine. It's not worried. Did your diesel have a cat on it? Uh, so I don't, Says I don't him. Have a single diesel that's got a catalytic converter. I straight pipe every single one of them. It did. It doesn't. It doesn't now. Okay. It's straight pipe because I had to. I had to get yeah. the delete on Four it. Four inch straight pipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delete that EGR crap. Yep. <laughs> All the sensors are taken off and everything. But yeah, they sound like airplanes taking off. I love it though. Mm-hmm. That little whistle. I used to. Lo- well, see, I, I, I and I, I laugh at it because whenever I got my truck done, so it was probably two thousand and eight. Whenever I got my truck, and I ran into a problem with the EGR, mm-hmm. so I deleted it. Which no one, I had to find somebody. Nobody we had really a conversation about that a yeah. long time ago about and those trucks. Then I was having trouble with fuel economy, so I go to Kenny Trip, and I was like, "What can I do?" 
He's like, I don't know, man, unless you just get rid of your muffler and everything. He's like, you can straight pipe it. Why don't you talk to APS and see if that's something they can do? So I take it down to APS, and I was like, hey, can you, uh, like, straight pipe this? And they was like, yeah, we can. It's going to be loud as hell, though. And I was like, well, I don't know, man, but I'm getting killed on fuel economy. So I do it. Thing sounds like a jet. I'm loving it. And it wasn't maybe six months later I'm seeing on all these diesel magazines and everything else is talking about EGR delete straight pipe. And yeah. you start seeing the trucks pop up left and right. But so it I didn't help my fuel mileage though. But mine's a four fifty. So think, there's not that much that's I gonna think help that. Biggie told me that they're making everybody that did it either pay a fine or read or put it back on or something. You can't do it in South Carolina. No. We don't want to say Biggie's But South Carolina we, we don't do inspections. We yeah. don't do inspections in South Carolina. It was some, I don't remember what he was talking about, but we we were at the beach a few weeks ago. And he was talking about it. It was something about these because he's got some buddies. I could he got. see in diesel. I could see in North Carolina because of the inspections. The inspections yeah. and the emissions. God, I remember when I was a kid, South Carolina was an inspection state like that. You just have to go get get your car inspected. I don't not, not remember me. that. It was, I it was, never had. Yeah, just, we I'm older than you. It was dad. It's like, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. My mom, my mom, I I remember more of her without a car than with a car, mm. walking walking to work or riding bikes or all yeah. that stuff. I don't remember the having to go through any type of all. That it was stuff. a place near the near the natural gas company off Main Street is where Dad used to go. Still there. I remember having to go there for the health. There used to be a health office over there across or something. I don't mm. know. I still remember it somewhere around in there. The lady used to keep me. She had to go over there for like, I don't know if it was for food stamps or health care or something. But it felt like I'd just have to spend half the day out there playing in that parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a ball. Over there off Green Street, or not Green Street, Boyd Hill. <laughs> I used to play ball at Boyd Hill. I love that place. I love playing basketball over there because the rims would Everyone be like. I always talk bad about Boyd Hill, but you know, I never had a single issue. I never did Boyd either. Hill. I had issues at Northside. I never had an issue with at Board Hill. I remember this dude. I was a little white kid. My dad used to drop me off and let me play basketball, and because uh, he knew I was going to get good if I went out there. There was this one kid, man. He couldn't stand the white kid showing me up, so he whooped me. And then the rest of the rest of the until he left, I would be outside hiding in the bushes. And then when he left, I go back in and play ball. <laughs> Whenever he leave, I'll be talking again. Yeah. Whenever he leaves, I'll be talking again. <laughs> But I never had an issue at Board Hill That's ever. Grandma's chain. Ever. That was like that was like home court for me. Boy Hill. He Northside I, it just was not that way. Yeah. Northside yeah. was tough. Now, I, I never Emmett Scott had, was cool. I liked Emmett Scott. I like going to play Emmett Scott. And see, I never had the uh, – I mean, uh, other than you would run into places, and it would be no different if I had one of my black friends and we were in a predominantly white neighborhood. You'd always have one kid that, had, that was prejudiced towards him. And, but every time I was, like, in the black neighborhoods, I never really had that unless it was one kid that had a problem with me. Like, why y'all hanging out with that white boy? You know, I had I hung around a lot of black kids when I was when I was growing up, but but here's why. I'll, I'll here's a little insight in, in, into me. Make it quick. You're losing us. I don't give a <laughs> shit. You'll get over it with your stupid <laughs> little hat on. You bought this hat for me. What are you talking about, dude? That's a. I don't even know what. The, how do you even pronounce that shit? I don't either. I just bought it because I like hook or something. <laughs> Hooker, whatever. But. <laughs> Like, I could be around some of my white friends growing up, and I could be talking about hip-hop or rap, because I love rap music. I just did. Yeah. Basketball, anything urban. I used to tag, like spray paint. I was really, I'm still, dude, I could still pop some shit. I don't want some tag, but I, spray paint, dude, I could do some artwork. <laughs> and, uh, but they would make fun of me. You know what I mean? Or they'd call yeah. me a wigger. Or, you know what I mean? Like, just, I was a gray boy. But my black friends never judged me. Even if I, because I still got a, I have, even back then, dude, I had a country twanging ass talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, bam, bam. hey, y'all come on over here. I mean, I just did. They didn't give a shit, man. Yeah. They didn't care. I don't think I ever had, I never, it was, I was more comfortable. I could be me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could be me and not well, have to worry about. See, I, I might have been just the opposite. Because, like, I felt like I had to be around most of my friends that were black. I felt like I had to be a little bit harder. Because if you showed any weakness, especially around their friends, and that was like, that's whenever trouble started. But as long as you felt like you belonged and you fit in, you were good. You never had any issues. Not I me. I was protected. I can't imagine. Now, I, I will say, I can't imagine, especially being around like the 1980s. And I'd say we've changed a lot, a whole lot in Rock Hill. For the positive? But I, yeah, for the positive. But I can't imagine being black in the 1980s 
and going into like these predominantly white neighborhoods and understand a lot of that's portrayed like it is on TV now. I don't see it now, but I definitely see it then the way things were. Yeah. Um, but a lot of that goes back to um, the South. I never used to see a problem with the Confederate flag. And it wasn't until I actually started talking to my friends of color, like, hey, you know, how do you feel about this? And it wasn't that they knew, even if I had a Confederate flag, it's not like I'm racist. But it's whenever they see that flag, how it makes them feel. Right. It's kind of like waking up you in a said, bad mood. And you said that earlier, it's just a, something that gets thrown out so quick now. Yeah. You're racist. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. What are you talking about? But, but if we talk, if we want to talk about that, look it's, at the whole. It's, look a, at, it's a way to shut down a conversation. To look me. at the whole. Look at the whole uh, Rudolph situation. Oh yeah, the red Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. And he, and you know what? Honestly, I mean, you play. Do you play football or you just play basketball? I just basically basketball. So you gonna tell me whenever you were playing basketball, there weren't racial slurs, white and black, that would come back and forth during a game. But it was more trash talk with an appointment. I can honestly say no. In not for me. Not for football, me. football, I mean, I, I, I would get tackled. I remember getting tackled in a game against Gaffney one time. A guy got up, and he literally just jerked my ankle, twisting it, and just said, you ain't nothing but another punk-ass white boy. No, I heard and that. Yeah. Now, I always heard that. He said you that. You that white boy? No, no, no. He said I that. I heard that all the time. I dropped the N-word, and then it was like a riot coming after me. <laughs> I, hold on. Let me be completely honest about that. I was playing basketball. This is when I played Pro-Am. And our Pro-Am team, man, we were talented. God, we were talented. We would travel. Um, my best friend, to this day, a dear, dear friend of mine. I'll just call him by his nickname. His, his name's James. We'll call him Skibo. Man, he would dunk. I mean, we played in this one game in Spartanburg. Because I remember getting my lip busted on an elbow earlier in the game. We, our team went like primetime players, like they're really big and like they play in that uh, TBT tournament, the basketball tournament on TV, the million, $2 million tournament. They still play. That team still plays. And uh, I can remember being in Spartanburg. We were playing the championship game. We won everything. I think we went like 180 and two. I mean, we won every league, everything we were in. We just beat everybody. We were in Spartanburg, championship game. I get a steal. Skibo, who was like Dennis Rodman, he wasn't the greatest shooter, but but he'd get every rebound and he could jump. Yeah. We go down the court. I throw him an alley oop off the backboard. Boom! Slams it. Place goes crazy. The very next possession, the ball gets tipped on the other end. They throw it down court. Skibo's right there because he ran like a daggum deer, son. I mean, he just ran. He threw me an alley oop backdoor. Wham! I smashed it. Met him at, at uh, half court. Gave him a high five, end up winning the game. After the game, we're getting in my car because we rode together. He was like, man, that's cool what you said. And I was like, what you talking about? He was like, I just want to let you know, man, you're my brother. That's cool what you said. And I was like, I don't know. What are you, what are you saying? He was like, at half court, after I threw you that alley, you could come back. He said, man, you my. Yeah. And I was like, no, I didn't. He said, yeah, he did. I think we grew up listening but, but, to hip hop. Literally, but literally, literally, I did not remember saying it. Yeah. And it, to this day, it bothers me. And he was like, cool. He was like, nah, man, that's, you're my brother, man. I love you. Like, I yeah. love you. I think that's cool. I finally mm -hmm. felt like me and you was like one that's and the same, meant, like, that you were comfortable enough to like. And I was like, I didn't say that. Don't tell me I said that. I did not say that. Well, I mean, growing up in the 90s listening to hip hop, that was pretty much the common term. And it was either that or dog. And playing sports, I mean, didn't matter during the game or whatever. If you said it, I mean, it what it didn't become like a racist thing or like you can't say it until the 2000s. To this day, when I talk to him, he's like, you know you said it. And I was like, <laughs> I did not. Man, stop. Like, no, I didn't. Yeah, you know you said it. Like Eminem that one time. Yeah. That you know slipped. you said it. I was like, nah, I didn't. But, yeah, he like he comes, he came to the house for the uh, – he's just a, he's just one of my best friends ever. And uh, I – Sincerely love that cow, but I still to this day don't think I said it. <laughs> so your whole name. And he'll tell me. He'll. I do that bothered me, and he'll tell me all the time. He'll see me in text. You know you said it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. So, but my, that was my dude, man. To this day, my oldest son's real dark skin, and my middle son, he's real light skin. And my oldest son would always. He's always uh, witty with stuff, and he'd come out one day. He's walking by. They were doing something. He comes up and he says, Manila, and like gives him a high five. And I, was, I turned around. And I just heard it. I was like, what did you just say? 
Like, cause I, my biggest thing, like I, if you don't want to stop racism, quit pointing out people of color and everything else. We yeah. never said, oh, it was, you know, the black guy or the brown guy or the Hispanic guy. It was just, you the know, guy. that guy yeah. wearing the red shirt and always trying to just watch what we say. So whenever he said that, I turned around. I was like, I know he didn't just say that. And he was like, I said Manila because he's so white. It's like them Nilla wafers. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I see what you're doing with that. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I wasn't sure what you were I wasn't either. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I got it. <laughs> he's like, he's white. So he's my Nilla. And I was like, what? And he's talking about the Nilla wafers. <laughs> that is pretty funny, though. Yeah. But he was probably like 11, 12, too. Yeah. yeah. We're not talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I just think just in general, getting back on the politics thing, like, I agree. All that like, comes in together. It comes in, yeah. It just comes in this together. That's why I said you need to talk politics, Josh. Because mm. even though you say you He's don't so know politics, but it's just, uh, it's just basic. Is no. it that you don't know or you're worried about pissing somebody off? No, I'll follow the, sh- I'll follow the shadow. Um, it's just, I just don't, I wanted hours. This is why you and I wanted to get Brandon and Biggie involved. Right. Which we'll, one day we will get on there. Yeah. Th- so this, let's, just since FYI, we couldn't get our first yeah, one going, the let's podcast use this that as our nobody will ever hear. Yes. <laughs> that was a great podcast. So there's a podcast out there, people, <laughs> that evidently. It was two it was, hours. It was a two-hour long podcast, and it was I thought it was like one of the best ones we've ever done. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Well, and we, it, it we can't see because it's too long, it's too big, and the format is too big, so we can't upload it. Well, and we can't figure out how to split it. Well, but it dry, and now it's dated, so we can't yes. even we can't so, even put it out. So we, but it was it was awesome. Like we talked small business, <laughs> we talked politics, we talked. Like, we talked about a lot of shit yeah. that night, and we can't – it's just stuck. And I like, talked to Biggie just, about that. I think that ours doesn't necessarily have to just be politics. No. It could no. be between just local what's going on, and that's the reason I was throwing out the idea of the name for common sense ain't that common. Right. that's that's the common yeah. thing. Yeah. But I always wanted to do, like, a reality TV show of walking up to people with these massive houses and have them come to the door and just be like, what the hell do you do? Tell me how you got here. Like, yes. what's your story? Let's do it. Come from, damn did you come son. from Let's do it. I want to ask people what they do. Like, what do you no do? What do you do? or anything. I just want to walk up to your house and be like, what the hell do you do? Okay. How did you get this money? What do so, you do for a living? <laughs> the other day, I, I rode with the wife to work, and we was in Marvin. Oh, yeah. North Carolina. Now, yeah, I know what road you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> and, and We've done some landscaping up there. I say that line <laughs> that you just said. What the hell do you do for a living? Yeah. I feel like I'm successful. You're successful. Brad's in. <laughs> what do you do for a living, people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. It's, I mean, so, there, there's big money out there. Yeah. And we don't even realize how big it is. Um, but yeah, it's stupid money. Yeah. I mean, we've got people spending the past few years. I mean, I've seen people spending over six figures on backyards. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I won't do it. My I, wife won't even let me put the fireplaces out here in our backyard because she don't want a million dollar landscape on a two hundred thousand dollar home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell it's you, advertising. I, I will tell you a story off the air about six figure backyard. Oh it's, man, yeah, it, it's unreal, and it ain't mine. I get tired of you saying I'll tell you a story off air. Well, I can't. I'm not. No, I'm saying I'm not doing. You don't have to say names. I do to tell uh, the story correctly. I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. When it comes to their podcast, that's why we talked about this. He, he does not. He will not let me. Listen, when we talked about bringing you on, he was like, look here, Brad. I'm going to give you some leeway. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm like, you're not my boss, number one. Hey, like, I am. No, negative. <laughs> you but he's like, there. yeah, he's like, I'm going to let you talk politics. Now, the rest and of We the, still haven't even de- like no, dove into like what I want to do. Paul Harvey, the rest of the story is. Our conversations over all these months of planning this was, we're going to talk. We're not going to talk politics or religion. No, I never want to talk religion because no. people just get pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so us brainstorming of all these times again, Brandon and Biggie come into it, right? That's what we're going to let them. And you can be on that podcast all day long. And see, I'm the first he one. Does not I'm the first touch one, it. and this sounds a little hypocritical. I, I I'm the first one to get a couple of drinks in me. Yes. And the first thing I want to talk is politics or religion. I'm not. No, I don't. Like, I don't know about that one. No, <laughs> I mean, they they kind of go in together. I, mean, I think they do. They do. I think let, politics is my call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect example. And I'll 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 make this. all the blank far. spaces. Oh, so, we cut his mic. Yeah, there, there was a good question. So they, they asked. You know, a guy was asking. He was conservative. 
But the girl that he was really interested in was extremely liberal. And he said, you know, is this, how do you kind of convince her to kind of come to your side? Well, the, the answer is, it's, okay, you need to ask yourself, is she liberal because she's following what's going on? She wants to make a difference in the world, all that. But if she's liberal for situations such as abortion, and you're right. conservative based on abortion, that becomes more of a religious view. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where they kind of intertwine, and that's what people don't realize. So you have Democrats that are sitting there screaming moral compass about things that Trump say, but on the Republican side, if you're a Republican just because you're anti-abortion, then you could really care less what these murderers are saying about you, right. in your opinion. Right. So you're never going to come together. Right. It, it, it's, it's definitely an avenue that we're, we're taking with these two. And I'm, and I'm speaking to Brad about Brandon B. We're, we're taking that avenue with them. But I want to piss people off, Josh. <laughs> I also think, and I had this the other day, I think to get you and I on their podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. watch this. I think so, anytime, all the time. Um, yeah. I think me and Biggie are going to agree a lot more. And I would yeah. rather have someone like you who's squirrely. Talking politics? Oh, he's squirreling shit. To, <laughs> you know, to seriously get He's like, wait a minute, what did I say? So, you know, as, as what's going on, how does... And you're like, oh, I didn't know anything about that. Okay, well, let me explain to you. Right. This is how it affects your life. Right. You and Tabitha just... You are going to be paying an extra $2,000 a year in taxes. Where Biggie's too damn smart. He already fucking knows. Yeah. Biggie... <laughs> yeah, but you have a lot of people like, man... Fuck Bernie, man. Socialism sucks. But we have socialists, socialist ideas in play now. Yeah. Look at your fire department. FCR. You know what I mean? FCR started all that. But I'm saying, look at your fire departments. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's people oh. pay tax money. And and, I, and, and there's some they, people that believe that tax is theft. I I don't agree with the taxes, but at the same time, I can't sit here. We've got the largest income discrepancy since the Monopoly guys. Yeah. You know? Something's happening there. Why are the rich getting richer? And it's the rules that are in place. The Mm -hmm. difference between the Democrat and Republican Party, the way I view it, okay? I view that the Democrats are a little bit more shady about it. They say, we're for you, we're for you, we're for you. They pander. But who who paid for their campaign? They pander. And then once Democrats they get pander. in, what do they do? They put these rules into place that stop the small businesses from being able to come in and compete. Right. And but that's like like Hillary Clinton when you know I think she panders when she goes on the the, the predominantly black radio shows or whatever, and all of a sudden now she's now she's doing the Cabbage Patch. Like, dude, that's racist as shit. Like, they, you're you're pandering like a month. The best thing what Bernie said the other night at the debate. He said, "We're going to offer money." To all the black and Hispanic-owned businesses to start their legal marijuana dispensaries. <laughs> yeah, why's it got to be? There's a lot. I do. I know more freaking white potheads than I know any other race. Like, I, I know, but as soon as I heard that, I'm sitting there. Okay, is Bernie trying to say only blacks and Hispanics can deal drugs? <laughs> like, is that well, he's he's to say? that's racist. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. Like. You know, you got Hillary going on the Breakfast Club talking about she carries a uh, hot sauce in her bag and she's doing her little dance. You know, her little oh, like yeah. like you're pandering. Now, to Bill Clinton, he was naturally he, he had was soul. naturally he had soul. Yeah, you know, I could definitely see it. But yeah. all you have, you have Elizabeth Warren. She's a she's a habitual liar. Uh, well, she's she's a liar about as much as Trump, if not less. <laughs> But she can't admit that she lies. She no, still she, tried to. She still Trump admit that he lies. That's true. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, they're they're kind of opposite ends, but they're kind of one and the same yeah. on that aspect. I mean, I'm but a Native American. You got you got Bernie, which has always been a social justice German, warrior. I got more Native American than me than uh, <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren. If you have one percent, you have more than her. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then you got Bernie, who is the Jewish guy, who's kind of an anti-Semite. <laughs> no, so yeah. it kind of. It doesn't make any sense. And it, it, my thing with race is quit asking people to race. Quit bringing it into yeah. everything. If you want, I, and you I, will if, and you will stop the racism. But as you. long as it, you don't hear Republicans pandering towards a specific group, Mm-mm. but you do with Democrats, and all they're doing are picking out and they're trying to reach this demographic. But what they're doing in the meantime is they're being divisive. Yeah. They're saying that, you know, this group deserves this. 
this group deserves it. You got Tom Steyer talking about, I believe in reparations. He's done. He's done. Dude. I mean, he's done. Yeah. I, I, I just I think he's I done. could understand if it was. After the day, he's done. Someone that was truly affected by slavery that was here, then, uh, you know, I could see it. But anything other than that, I, I just don't. I don't see it, but yeah. Anyway, we won't go into that anymore. I think we're we're past time. We don't want to no. end up with another two hour. We do. We do <laughs> not. Podcast, sir, because that, oh, we can't because then we won't be able to put it out. Yeah, the podcast that's never been heard. So, yeah, but people listen. keep asking me, "When are you going to be on this podcast?" They keep saying your name, but listen, you, I haven't heard you on there. I'm like, right. yeah, I talk too much. Watch this. No, <laughs> who are you talking about? You said what now? You've been on it twice, one time officially. Yeah, <laughs> but you've been on it twice, and y'all y'all's is coming. Yeah, and we still got more to do with Football City USA. Yeah, that one heals me, though, that we cannot get that podcast out. I thought that was just fantastic. Okay, so I'll touch on this real quick. Because we talked about, like, our business, my business, your business, and the the effect of it. It's hard to have that conversation again because it was so genuine. Like, I just met Biggie. We were having that conversation. I I don't think you can have it. I think we can can do it again as far as picking it apart. Yeah. Um, but we can get the podcast out. The problem is you. You put it in my <laughs> head of it's, it's dated. Because well, the because only because thing we is did end it wait, 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 wait. national championship. Yeah, how long? That was you. We can get it out if we split it. We kind of gave up on splitting. I still say split it, split it, and put, put it out. out. And we just list it as episode <laughs> one and two before when it was. And watch this. Put a disclaimer. This yeah, is, this is old. No, but if you put it as it, far it as took like us two months to get this, it, out. dude, that it's, was a great, it's one. such a great podcast. It took two whole months to edit it. It's <laughs> yeah. Not, so yeah, we'll work on it. We'll get it out. Um, irregardless, there's it's a not a fucking word, Josh. I'm sorry. What? Irregardless. <laughs> so yeah. So we. This this one right here was another reason to have Brandon on to get him started with politics. As soon as Big, I appreciate you coming in because he gave me the leeway to be able to talk politics. Yep. I, I want to get politicians in, but yep. I don't want to start doing the podcast without Biggie being yep. back in town. They they that have makes it difficult. Biggie and Brandon have plans on what they want to do. It's yep. all it's, it's in the works. So we're going. We got some things coming. You know who you should have on your first podcast? Who? Me, because I'm running for president. Evidently, hey, you got You got to come on. Bearded Low Show 2020. Dude, listen. I, I was selling. A, I was selling a, uh, a hat and a shirt. Somebody came by the house to get a hat and shirt, and the lady got out the car. This is when I had all my signs that are now stolen. They stole all my Bearded Mother Trucker 2020 signs. Yeah. People's garages right now. By yeah, there's like two that are still floating. That's it. Yeah. I don't know where the rest of them are at. And the garages. You know, all of a sudden she says, "Can I ask you a question?" I saw her husband's face, and he was just like, "Oh shit." And I said, sure, go ahead. She's like, are you really running for president? <laughs> yes. I said, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Her husband said, I fucking told her. I, I told her. She still had to ask you. No, like I'm not. It's just a promotional thing. Like I'm not. But I might run for something. Come on, man. I might run for That's something. That's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been saying that forever. Like I, I, I want to run for th- something, spend my however many years, and then be done with it. Well, I, I want to make sure my thing is, regardless of whether I agree with you or not, if you've been in office more than eight years, we need to have new blood. Yeah. And I made a promise to myself about 10 years ago, if no one else challenges a person that's in my district, my area, my name will go in the ring, regardless. Not, not irregardless, irregardless, Josh. Regardless. He wanted to talk. He wanted to say something. <laughs> I, I, so it doesn't mean that I think I'm a stupid better hat. qualified candidate. Stupid hat he got on. Um, but it means I want to step in and make a difference. But if <laughs> I but if I think that person's been doing a good job, why would I challenge them during right. during time period? But one of my strong beliefs is term limits. Yeah. And it, you know, if you don't have term limits, you have things. The politicians, in my mind, are being bought. Are, are they are they more qualified to handle what's going on? Yes, because everyone is not following that eight year rule. Right. Now, if everyone's on the same playing field, you don't have that problem. Right. But to start off with, yeah, the people that are coming in every eight years are going to look like the idiots at first, yeah. because they're not going to be able to play the game the same way that these guys that have been into. It shouldn't be a game. That's my point. Yeah. Right. It shouldn't be a game. It should just be what is best for. Look, you want to stay in your position? You better vote with us, yeah. or we'll put money up to get somebody to come in to run against you and knock you out. That's it, a problem. Yeah, 
Now, I do like, I, I can respect a politician that you know where they stand. Like, we were talking about someone um, that always votes against any type of financial um, incentives or um, advancements. They always vote it down. And that's what, you know, but you know where they stand. Right. Yeah. And they ran on that platform. So I can appreciate that. Right. Um, but don't mean that you always have to agree with it. Or you got somebody that never, 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 never wants to approve uh, spending on anything, then all of a sudden they do on something stupid, and you kind of know, hey. What's this benefiting from? Like, wh- <laughs> why, why all of a sudden is he voting? What's going on? I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Stop. We're going to talk about it, and <laughs> I'm going to call his damn name out. Absolutely. Mr. Local Politician. The next it's one. on, son. The next one, absolutely. Everybody, everybody, every local politician has ever voted on something that I they know. normally don't vote for. Coming for you. Yeah, you kind of. Here's the deal. I'm coming for you. Be we, sweating because we, we're talking about you. We will let them do it, get their podcast. Okay, out there. fine. The the second podcast they do, we're jumping on. Okay. Well, what happens if I'm in the race then? Then it becomes doesn't matter. Different. Well, you better not say nothing <laughs> pissing me off. I'm gonna talk to, gonna <laughs> you, talk to your face. You've already said I, you don't care. No, but I mean that's that's the whole point. I want to yeah, have absolutely. the open conversation. That's the platform. Nobody knows what's going on locally. That's Nobody it. knows what's going on locally. And that's and that's, that's the biggest sh- problem. And that's why we want to get y'all's out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's it. I think that's enough. I need to get out of here. To the next one. To the next one. Y'all going on with the girls tonight? Hell no. No. I'm never no, going on that. No. Y'all let I'm that same trailer that different park. Shout out to same trailer different park. Shout out to same trailer. Listen, but the girls are killing it. They, oh, they, they are. are. Tons of feedback. But there's three guys in this room right now. Me, Brandon, and Biggie. I mean, uh, Brad. <laughs> Appreciate you. Sorry, buddy. Punk. We're not touching that damn podcast. I'm not. No, 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 no never. No. I, I've heard my name on there, but it was in good light. So, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, Everybody, you liar. <laughs> You're everybody not at all. Right. Right. You don't have any kind of worry whatsoever, Brandon. Josh. Hey, Josh. Sorry, man. Josh. It's, it's, <laughs> you signed up for it. Oh, God. That is a way to end it. Sniffer. Right. Mr. Sniffer. Until next time, people. Until next time. All right, let's give them another shout-out. we got Spikes, uh, Fresh Pork Skins, and Boiled Peanuts, Common Distributing. Appreciate you. Hospitality, Heat and Air, Tattooed Brews, EA Sports Field, Get Dirty, 360 Supply, and Bearded Mother Trucker. We're gone, people. Appreciate Thank you all. Bye.